the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2022. Keep listening to hear Ty Shepard as we share his talk, Running a Company Ain't Always Fun, Business Lessons from a Corporate Bankruptcy Practice. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Let's get to it. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Thanks, y'all, for coming here. And um, it's been a great week so far. You know, we have learned so much from so many speakers about how to overcome triumphs, about successes, about working through problems. And I just thought now that we're on Friday afternoon, we should take things down a notch. And I just want to talk to you about failure. So I'm Ty, and so I've done um, corporate bankruptcy for about 10 years now, and in my practice, it's focused on largely service businesses, a lot like law firms, and in the 2 to $10 million of debt range. So we're talking 3 to 15 in revenue, generally speaking. And with these clients, we've seen a lot of businesses that were led by charismatic leaders that build a business from nothing. It goes up, and it grows, and then something happens, and it goes way down. And so through this... I feel like I have some perspective on what not to do. So hopefully let's talk about what not to do. So I have a theory about cases or a theory about work. We love the stories on television shows that are about how I built this business, how I grew this. There's so many success stories out there, but we really don't talk about failure. But I don't think you really learn a lot from learning about successes. Steve Jobs might be great and have some quotes. He didn't have a lot to tell me. But when people talk about the things that go wrong in their business, the errors and issues, I think those have good lessons because you can look back and, and reflect and think about what you did wrong. So I, I really like this quote from uh, Von Bismarck, only a fool learns from his own mistake. The wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So what I wanted to do is give three lessons that I've learned from my clients and hopefully impart them for, to help our practices out. First key takeaway is that you will hear talks, conferences, television. We'll talk about a coming recession. Is there a recession? I don't know. Nobody knows. They've happened before. They've happened again. But the thing that I've seen coming out the last recession, coming into now, is that recessions are opportunities. They are not distractions. It is easy to sell and easy to grow in a growing market. Wider, more comfortable, more customers available, more opportunities. But when things contract, it's always the businesses that are best set up eat market share while the marginal players um, shrink. I think we've all seen this with COVID. Remember the lawyers who maybe thought this is going to be like three or four weeks, I'm going to shut down my practice, 
maybe I'm going to write a book, take some time off. Where are they now versus the people who double down and put effort in to growing their businesses? I have a client that reminds me of this principle specifically. This guy, Mike, in some ways would be what a lot of people would aspire to. He started a software business in his 20s, sold it to a national defense contractor, took those funds, rolled it over to residential commercial real estate throughout the Southeast, grew and grew and grew. He had over 1,000 residential properties, solely living off of it till last recession. Rates started to change. His lenders called his notes. And we came in and we started working with him. Should have been an easy process of trying to renegotiate some of these contracts. Problem is, once we started getting in doing due diligence, it wasn't just the debts that were the problem. Mike had a lot of problems in his business. Most of all, he did not trust his managers of his individual properties, didn't give them any authority to act. He kept all the notes himself, all the documents himself. And despite being a software engineer, he had paper records. So with Mike's case, when we go to the lenders and trying to present packages, it wasn't good. It was, they're like, who is this guy? We need to liquidate parts of this portfolio. We had to fire sell some of his properties, not because of the recession, but because Mike wasn't prepared for it. So now this, this Buffett quote is kind of fun. Is, it's only when the tide goes out, we discover who's been swimming naked. Mike was naked the whole time and just didn't know it. So again, first lesson to take from this is that recessions are opportunities. They strengthen strong firms and kill the weak. Second lesson that I've taken from these clients is that we all love growth. You're not here if you're not thinking about growth and opportunities. And there are so many books. Again, the whole purpose, you can walk around this conference, people talk about traction. Traction is great. Traction is a little bit of a dream because everyone wants to be the visionary. No one wants to be the implementer. And that's a problem because like Tyson talked about earlier, our ideas kind of ain't shit without the team behind us to put them into action. I have one client in particular that I thought of who was a brilliant strategic mind. This guy, Peter, had worked in management consulting. He worked for big brands. He built businesses and decided he wanted to do something on his own. His wife was a physician. They started their own practice, started with one doctor, one staff. The two of them grew it to two doctors, grew it to four doctors, grew it to eight doctors in support staff, got up to five locations. The problem, though, with this guy was that he was a smart person. He was a jerk. He couldn't work with his people. He was demanding. He would not do well with staff at all. When it was just them in one location and he had his wife to kind of be this boundary between the other staff and him, it was okay. She could smooth stuff over. However, once they grew a little bit and they got to four locations and she could not float to all those locations, it created a problem. Specifically, they had a charismatic doctor who didn't want to take this guy's shit anymore and left and took the client list with him, the patients, but left the debts and the locations. It was bad. They lost some of their locations and things could have been different because again, as uh, Richard Feynman, we think first principles, you have to remember we are our own worst enemies. We are our own biggest advocates and critics, but we cannot see our own blind spots. So the lesson that I want to impart and think to remember is that ideas are great. Take them, run with them, work with them. But at the same time, our ideas are somewhat limiting. We need a team behind us and we have to focus on that team and supporting that team. The third thing that I think is sometimes overlooked at a conference like this is that we are service-based businesses. We are in a position where we really don't necessarily rely on debt. So because we grow through basic relationships and people and leveraging people, the concept of debt is something that's just not talked about a lot. And so instead, people default to an idea of like consumer debt. But the debt for your business and the debt on your car are not the same thing. Business, that's just fine. It's not a, it doesn't say anything other than it is an opportunity. But that's the thing to take away as well is to remember that debt, it's like gasoline. It can grow your business 
or if there are problems, it can implode it. But if here was like a joke that like judges used, like a mediator used to say a lot, how do you get a build a small fortune in real estate? We're starting with a large one because every developer has been through things like this before. And I had a client named Max who very successful, was actually a lawyer, was a PI lawyer, had built his firm up and they had a great cash flow. And um, he eventually bought a yacht in the Caribbean, chartered jet, and they were part pleasure, but they were also used as uh, rent out charters. Well, again, an unforeseen circumstance happened and a uh, hurricane in the Caribbean destroyed the yacht. So it wasn't in service and we were stuck uh, with the yacht being in uh, arbitration in Bermuda. And uh, the insurance carrier rightly said, we'll wait you out. And they were like, we're going to drag this out. COVID happens too. And the uh, charter jet suddenly isn't as useful as it had been. And he had about $3.5 million of debt to service. And the PI firm couldn't keep up with it. So eventually it imploded. The insurance company were right there and they uh, prevailed. And well, we had all went to seven and collapsed. His business was fine, but really he was someone who took on too much debt and frankly too much vanity debt for uh, the lifestyle and couldn't really keep up with it. Are you ready to unlock your full growth potential both professionally and personally? The Guild Maximum Lawyers exclusive community of legal entrepreneurs invites you to our upcoming in-person mastermind event in Miami, Florida. There's something truly extraordinary about the breakthroughs that occur when you're physically present, working through your business and mindset challenges in real time. By attending our mastermind, you'll engage in deep discussions, share experiences, and receive expert guidance from our coaches and fellow law firm owners who understand the unique challenges and opportunities within the legal industry. This collaborative atmosphere fuels creativity, accelerates problem solving, and stimulates innovative thinking. Investing in your personal and professional development through attending an in-person mastermind is an investment in yourself and in your future. The breakthroughs, knowledge, and strategies you'll acquire are priceless assets that can transform your practice and propel you towards your goals. Visit MaxLawEvents.com today to join the guild, reserve your spot, and secure your ticket at the best possible price. So again, think of debt used in a business context. I really think of it as it is rocket fuel. You can supercharge your business or it can really burn the whole thing down of an otherwise good, strong business. So now taking these three lessons together and sharing them with all of these people and something that has always been of interest to me is I think people are terrified by the idea of bankruptcy and the idea of failure. However, each of these people, each of these lessons, they're all doing fine right now. They went through some tough times. We had to fight a war of attrition by developers still doing well with about a third of his properties. His lifestyle was just fine. The um, medical practice has grown again with a new management team in practice. And uh, my guy's now just in a role that he won't piss everyone off. And finally, the PI lawyer, he got funding and he's back at it. So the thing to take away and thing to remember is that we do not have the problems of capital intensive businesses like real estate developers. We have a monopoly granted to us by the state to practice law and to get monopolistic pricing relative to other industries. So the lesson that I take away and always want to interpret or to put forward is like, even if we blow up, even if things go bad, it's all right. We can get back on our feet. You can always get a J-O-B. So coming back to the Bismarck quote, the key takeaway that I'd like to give all of you for coming out of this talk is that I see opportunities like this, conferences like this as such an opportunity to meet people and to discuss and to share ideas. But I would implore you focus not necessarily on successes, but think about the mistakes. Think about your mistakes. Talk to people about their mistakes. I had to fire my mentor when I took over the law firm. 
And I should have done it two years earlier because he was stealing from us. But I couldn't do it. I had to self-report us to the bar. I would never have a partner again. And so that's a personal decision, but it's something that at least for me, I had to learn the hard way how to deal with that. So coming out of this, I want to thank you all for coming. And I hope you all will use this opportunity, the remainder of the day today, to meet, talk, discuss, share your mistakes, and hopefully learn and grow from each other. All right. Thank you. Does anyone have any questions for Ty? We have a little more time left. If you want to share, what is one mistake that you made that we can learn from? All right. So what's one lesson that I've learned and I can share? So in addition to this, some other things that I'd say and a little, maybe a little more practical and applicable. You know, we get pushed so hard in this uh, practice sometimes to delegate and to get out of the finances. But something that I've seen that is endemic of business is theft. Whoever's doing your accounts payable and your accounts receivable should be separate people. And if they are not, you have to assume they're stealing from you. I guarantee you there are people at this conference who've lost thousands of dollars and they, they won't talk about it. Maybe more. There are lawyers that get us barred every day, not for being bad lawyers, but being for sloppy with their trust accounts, for having favorite staff member dip in and the money disappears and then he or she's gone and they're left holding the bag. So first and foremost, trust your staff, delegate to your staff. But at the end of the day, it comes down to you and it is on you. And when there's a problem, you will get burned and that person will be gone. On that nasty note, anything else? <laughs> what lessons do you learn from being a bankruptcy lawyer that we can use to restructure our, our debt without going into bankruptcy if we start to have a bonfire instead of a, or, um, a failure instead of a bonfire? Sure. So on both the consumer and business side, I think there's an assumption that if you miss a payment, it is the end of the world, especially with, say, your mortgage. They're going to want to take your house. A no mortgage company wants your house. Your mortgage note is securitized. It is wrapped up, and it is sold to investors and large pension funds. All they want is money. That The triggering event that we always see is the default payment. Lenders won't talk to us. We can't do anything until there's a default. But once there's a default, they come to the table. Depending on your leverage, was the... the uh, it's like a JP Morgan quote or something like that, that it's like, if you owe the bank a million dollars, you have a problem. If you owe the bank a billion dollars, the bank has a problem. These are all negotiated relationships and they're all give and take. No creditor wants to own a law firm. The accounts receivable, they can't do it. They can't run it. So if there is a problem, you have leverage, you have power, but primarily power of your unsecured creditors and you're secured as well. They'll take what they can, but there's always options inside and outside of bankruptcy. But it's, we always start outside of bankruptcy. We file if we have to. And um, on the consumer side, there's less leverage with, say, your vehicles. Your house has some. There's a lot of federal programs for modifications. But I would say that there is always options. What kind of debt do you consider good debt versus bad debt for business? On the business side, the it depends. Law firms, it is hard, it is hard to, to finance a law firm. We're not doctors. Doctors can get loans basically on a broad basis because they don't really go through bankruptcy and they, a lot of them can make a lot of money. However, in a law firm context, right now, some of the best, lend like ideally you want your lending unsecured and you want it without a personal guarantee. Ain't no sophisticated investor ever going to give that to you. However, there are opportunities there, especially on the consumer side with something like a HELOC, pull money out, invest it in the business and you get, for instance, to the extent you take money out of your HELOC, first $100,000 can be a 
deduction and to the extent then put it in the business, you can get more business deductions on that. But the first place to start, almost everyone who has to bootstrap is with the personal lines of credit. And from there, with business growing, especially in services businesses, when you have more, a little more options, you can get into hard money lending and other options that will at least make opportunities there. But knowing which, where you are and knowing your growth rate, we get back to this issue of uh, what is good growth, what is bad growth, and also what can you service. And like the PI lawyer who wanted to uh, get into um, charter boats and such, it is hard to service 20% interest, for instance, on a hard money loan on a business that is not growing by 20%. All right. Thanks a lot, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.